Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Career Retrospectives right here on the Superview Show. I am joined by my good men, Kyle and Mike. What's going on, guys? Hey. Yo, what up? So glad to have you guys here once again. We are, so tonight we're going to be talking about the latest release from an artist that you might not think we would actually do it on, but tonight we're going to be talking about Simple Minds' most recent album, Direction of the Heart. Not Direction, ladies and gentlemen, just Direction. <laughs> it was bound to happen it was clearly mike's idea right there um but i will actually go first tonight talking about this album because i actually outside of don't you forget about me this is a pretty good band that i've gotten into the past five year or so um i did get uh, for this so when they went when they were announcing that they're going to do another album coming out later this year and it just it came out back in october um I was like, okay, you have my attention. I really enjoyed Walk Between Worlds from 2018. It was actually a really unique take. I felt like it was a modern take on the 80s new wave and synth. And to me, this album doubled down on that a little bit. And it, there were reviews coming out saying it was their best album in 30 years. So, and obviously everyone, everyone can think of them from the Breakfast Club from Don't You Forget About Me, uh, Alive and Kicking, all the things she said, a couple of the other 80s hits that they were they're known for. But outside of that, no one in the United States, at least as far as I could tell, pays attention to them outside of certain people like myself, which is kind of annoying, but that's okay. Uh, that's why we're here to talk about it with Mike and Kyle, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we're here. That's why they're here too. Woo-hoo! I don't know, whatever. Um, but going into this Simple Minds album, you know, a lot of people forget that they're still a band. A lot of people forget that they're still going. And I thought, and when I said, hey, why don't we give this one a shot? They're like, okay, sure. Let's give it a shot. So, uh, but I, I was I, what I what I heard was ver- I was thoroughly entertained. I was very and truthfully impressed by a lot of the different sounds that the that Simple Minds can still come up with on a different chord progressions, different melodies. As a band, they still kind of have it, in my opinion. Um, as a new wave band from the '80s, who's still doing it to, the, to this day, I thought this was a pretty good album overall. But I'm curious to see what Mike and Kyle have to say. Who would like to go first, Mike or Kyle? Mike, you want to take right. this? I'll Mike, what do you got? Kyle. I'm currently. I'll, I'll take it. All right, Kyle, All right, I'll take it. Um, yeah, so uh, this is news to me that this is their 18th studio album. Yep, that's nuts. The only I only knew two songs from them prior to this. Um, you know, I get maybe outside the U.S. they were a bigger band for many years. I mean, obviously they're still going since the 80s. Um, it, it's a very very much doubled down like you said on the old 80s synth pop like electro pop styles new wave i'm not a fan of that style uh, i'm just gonna be very forthright with that outside of a couple hits i always found that style to be rather annoying to be honest uh the production on it is great the production on it actually surprised me it sounds phenomenal from like a sonic standpoint uh the guitars for me are the biggest uh positive that this has going for it i actually thought they were extremely well done uh only two original members are the vocalist and the guitarist i guess they work well together uh other than that this album didn't really do it for me i'll get into specifics when we get into the track list uh you know it's, it's if you like 80s new wave and electro pop you might enjoy this uh, for me, it was a bit of a, a bit of a letdown going into it. 
Okay. And Mike, what about you? Um, you know, I'm kind of sitting somewhere with Kyle on this one. It, it definitely, uh, it definitely is, uh, my previous, previous knowledge of the band is not very good. Like I personally didn't really even, uh, know the band by name and, and it's kind of, um, uh, like Kyle was saying, a genre that I've, I've kind of only known a couple of different songs from, excuse me, by the way, I'm hiccuping. So if, if it seems like I'm pausing a lot or making weird noise you know what's going on um but um yeah like uh i definitely uh found myself um feeling like they like they were saying double down on a certain type of sound and and there wasn't enough twists and turns in this album um that i needed structurally that uh my brain was pleading for um to kind of maintain that kind of like level of uh momentum it just seemed like they kind of uh were really bringing home that they just kind of are still a band from the 80s that are like you know has that kind of sound but like can incorporate some uh you know elements of rock and elements of um electronics and you know this and that that just kind of would keep their fan base happy and they didn't take too many risks here. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's my initial feeling on it. And like, I was like, you saying, I will get into more, you know, em emphasis on, you know, what parts of it, um, track, you know, listing wise that, uh, I felt like it had some good moments and bad moments. Sweet. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, let's jump over to the bio and the track listing and stuff. like that for a second. Um, are we off the track listing, shall we? Uh, so the first track is Vision Thing, First You Jump, Human Traffic, Who Killed Truth? Question mark. Uh, Solstice Kiss, Act of Love, Natural Planet Zero, and The Walls Combination. And Kyle and I pointed that, Kyle pointed that before we started our stream tonight, um, that the, the title track, Direction of the Heart, is actually on one of the deluxe edition bonus tracks, which is actually pretty interesting. That's track number 10. And then Wonder Times is track number 11. So, um, I'm so, do we, um, first things first, really quick, I just want to say the fact that the title track is the on the deluxe edition, it was a very weird, it was a very weird thing, if you will. Like, like normally, like it'd be like the first song in or like the third song in or one of like. Typically, you would think that a title track would be in the album itself, like the standard regular edition album, if you get on vinyl or CD or whatever. But the fact that it's on the on Spotify when we were just listening to it, we just went through the whole, all eleven songs, and I didn't even realize this until Kyle just pointed out, looking at it, looking at the the Wikipedia page here of the digital deluxe edition track. The title track is one of the bonus tracks, which is pretty you know, interesting. I just thought it was that's something that jumped out to me after you said that. So I thought that was pretty kind of a misdirection, if you will. You know, anybody know? It was it was All a right, misdirection yeah. I'll, of I'll, the mind. How about that? I'll be over here if you need me out this year. Mike, I, I thought it was funny. Don't worry. All right. Good, good, good. Yeah, good. Yes, it was, it was gloriously hysterical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, would anyone like to go first for uh, track listing, or you want me to go first? Oh, AT, go first. Uh, okay, okay. Just stand out <laughs> tracks for me. Just, just check. I'm spreading my, 
my enjoyment here, I guess you could say. Um, I will say this. So there are some high points. There are some low points, as Mike pointed out. But I would say the standout tracks for me personally, after listening to this album over the past week or so, would have to be, uh, obviously, no-brainer for all of you kids keeping track of them. The title track for me, Direction of the Heart, is definitely one for me personally. You knew it was coming, ladies and gentlemen. You knew it was coming. Um, But outside of the title track, duh, for some reason, human like the first two or three songs just really stuck out to me. Like Vision Thing, First You Jump, and Human Traffic. I'm not sure what it was, but those actually let's let's go to the first four. So the first half of the album really stuck out to me as like just you know lyrically, uh, it definitely sounded very uh, melodic for the most part, um, and and also the sounds like like again. It, it might not be it, it might not be even my style or Kyle's style or Mike's style, but just the fact that they're still doing like that new wave eighty sound it, it, to me that too, but with modern production on it, it sounds pretty cool. If that's your thing, I mean, it might not be your thing. It might be your your best friend's thing, and that's okay. But I, I mean, I gotta say, for me though, like I said, vision thing, uh, first you jump, human traffic, really just the first four, and then the rest of the album kind of like I was like, all right, is it over yet? Just saying, and uh, I just want to say. Planet Zero. I felt like I was listening to Shinedown's record that we talked about earlier this year. Remember that guy with the Planet Zero? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, but Shinedown did it way better. Of course, they did. Absolutely. No doubt about it. <laughs> I'm just saying, because when, 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 the, when we got to the second half of the album, it started to dip down a little bit more and more as time progressed uh, throughout the album, because I, w- I would say it's mostly heavily loaded on the front, but, but that's nothing to take away from the, the, the last four or five songs of the album. I mean, they, they did, they held up, but not as much as the first ones for me person. So the first four tracks for me, vision thing, first you jump human traffic and who killed truth question mark and the title track, of course, uh, who would like to share their tracks next? Uh, I'll go next. Um, okay. I'm going to do this a bit differently than I normally do. Um, I'm going to take this track by track. I'm just going to go through and give a couple of thoughts on each one. Okay. Vision thing. When the vocals kicked in, I actually started laughing. The I don't know what it was about this song, specifically the verses of this. First thing I thought, I was like, this is this serious? I was like, beyond that, cool guitars, the synths were cool. It's too long. It's just the same thing over and over. First you jump, major U2 vibes on that one. As someone that's not the biggest U2 fan, didn't go over well for me. Pretty boring song. Didn't really go anywhere. Human Traffic was the one track on this album that I actually liked. It's not, I wouldn't put it as a great song, but it was a fun electro pop song. I actually enjoyed it. Who Killed Truth? Sounds like a parody song that would have been on South Park. Sounds like a song that would have been on a South Park episode, like some kind of political parody. Uh, Also made me laugh. Uh, Solstice Kiss, same thing. A lot of nothing, a lot of nothing happening. Act of Love, it's not bad. Mid-track. Natural, again, pretty boring. Had some cool guitar work on it. Planet Zero, very boring, way too long again. And uh, Walls Came Down. This one was actually interesting to me. This one sounded a lot like, again, another one with a lot of uh, like U2 sounds on here, U2 influence. Also noticed in certain parts had kind of like a Springsteen vibe going on on this one. 
I wish it wasn't as repetitive as it is. Uh, that's the only thing that really dragged it down for me. Mm. And then the bonus tracks are two of my least favorite from the record. I see why they were bonus tracks. Uh, specifically, Wonder Times is one of the worst songs and most boring tracks I've heard in a very long time. I actually think that the record was brought down even more by including those and extending the time by another 10 minutes. My biggest issue, having said that about all the songs, my biggest issue with all of them is a vast majority of them go on for about a minute longer than they need to just doing the same thing. I think it was Mike that said it when he was talking initially, there's a lot of, there's not a lot of variation here. Most songs do sound very similar to each other and just kind of follow the same pattern and have the same sound, which again, production wise, sonically, it's very well done. Whoever produced this, I think it was partially self-produced at least. They did a phenomenal job with that production end of it. Can't say enough good things about that. I really enjoyed that. Other than that, though, it just comes off to me as like so one note and boring that I actually found myself being like, all right, let's speed this up. Like, I'm kind of done with it, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I was hoping to go into this and find <laughs> an artist that, you know, maybe it slid under my radar that I would have really enjoyed. Uh, maybe some of their other work I'd like better. But to me, it just kind of seemed off. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak for their previous work. So this is me going in blind on this record. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, reviews seem to be very positive. But overall, for me, didn't hit the mark. Again, I don't like the new wave sound. I very much hand it to them. Excellent job for sticking to your guns and, you know, going on with that sound when really no one else is doing it instead of, you know, I appreciate that they didn't go the route of someone like, you know, let's use an example that we've talked about on here before, Def Leppard. They didn't go the way of, well, we got to fit the trends, so let's do this. They're still doing their thing. Uh, you know, very noble. I appreciate it. But really, Human Traffic was the only track that I took away from this one. So with that, Mike, I'm going to throw it to you. Dude, all right. We need to officially mark the time and the date that Kyle and I are almost Woo. perfectly in sync. I know this is this is shocking. I mean, folks, like I can't believe it. Like, I mean, I, there's a couple, uh, uh, un, you know, unalignment, disalignment, however you want to put it, uh, of our thoughts here. But it, I'm speechless. I can't believe we're on the same ta uh, on the same page here. Um, you know, uh, the new wave sound that they're they're kind of you know reemphasizing with their kind of uh you know modern album with that same kind of style like, I, I feel like it goes parallel with some of the the electronic music that kids are into today so i feel like almost kids would think it's cool to be uh to listen to a band like this because it's not like archaic enough that it's uh seen as like oh it's uncool it's stupid it's old but like it's starting to come back again, like those, you know, like the the weekend, you know what I mean? Like this with, with these kinds of like even um, the stranger things revival of eighties yeah, culture. Things. I mean, listen to freaking Taylor Swift's album with all these, mm -hmm. you know, these like mid tempo kind of like electronic beats could really like 
they could find an audience in today's generation that um, where they don't have to like, like Kyle was saying, do a Def Leppard thing and sound like a bunch of older guys trying too hard to be modern. They could just stay with the way they are. And it's kind of being having a revival. So um, nothing in this album really reaches out and grabs me with its melodies and its catchiness. And I think that's um, an area where it suffers from like, like they present you with a, a melody and a, and a catchy chorus or a catchy hook and it and it's catchy but it's catchy in a way that's like it doesn't really like captivate you it really it's doesn't aggravating um, yeah right and it's like this is catchy and i'm gonna repeat over and over again like you know like uh vision thing and the vision thing and then the vision thing and it's like okay you presented that it's not that good though and like uh you're you're doubling down on how this is going to be something you're going to repeat multiple multiple times and that's another major <clears throat> issue with the album is it's it's repetitiveness um and i found myself feeling um the need for a change up a a twist a turn um something that's going to challenge my brain a little bit and it, and it kind of was like no this is what you're going to get from point a and this is what you're going to get point b and it's like um you know like this is what we got for you so for me it, it's like a background sound album it's almost exactly what uh, jt was saying about the previous album uriah heaps album it's i was listening to it in the background one day and i actually felt it worked better than when i actively waited for the songs to to bring me something new like if i stopped listening to them directly and i was just listening in the background the beat was keeping me going it was kind of a nice little plotting you know album but as i began to like focus in on it then i began to go all right what's next is this it like Okay, like like Kyle was saying, is okay. This could have ended a couple minutes ago. Like I need something else, and you know, um, and that you know that brings me to my next uh, point. Uh, the vocals were inconsistent, shaky at times. Mm -hmm. Um, they they worked with the mood, but they sounded um just kind of uh, almost parodying um David Bowie or maybe like a you know maneuvers in the dark, like like kind of like at times it they brought an element and a mood, but they came off a little inconsistent and shaky. And, um, you know, overall, just, a, you know, lack of change of pace, lack of change of structure, missed opportunities on capitalizing on some of the melodies they had in the background. Like I felt a guitar was doing a cool melody, but it seemed there, but not really at the heart of the song. It was just kind of played gently in the background and then it just like ceases and then it plays again. And it's like, no, that melody needs to come forward and be more of a driving beat to the song. So, um, yeah, so uh, come to come to the songs that I really enjoyed, um, you know, and this is the problem with this album is I don't know if it's front loaded or if it wears its welcome out early and leaves you not caring at the end. And that's mm -hmm. that's the beauty. That's the beauty of an album. The kids don't understand an album. An album is an absolute work of art because yep. you need an audience to stay interested for 12 songs straight. No, not hey i'm gonna mix in on my on my playlist i'm gonna mix their best song and then mix it in with with 12 other songs no no you need to captivate an audience for 12 straight songs you need to be able to keep them interested for 12 straight songs you need to also prove that you're not going to reuse melodies reuse drum beats reuse the same thing in an entire album if you've ever listened to certain albums and you've gone this song sounds like that song or that song sounds like this song or i it's the same vocal melody but they changed it up a little bit which is a common thing in today's music because songwriters when they're writing an album tend to uh kind of uh all kind of lump 
the thoughts they were having into one big idea and they failed to kind of bring a bunch of different ideas from different points together and all have an identity it, it begins to sound all like one thing and that's the biggest challenge of, of an artist to have an entire album be good and I, I feel like albums are going away to be honest with you like we talked about this previously starting to be like oh, I released this song a month later and you know yada yada songs I've written at different times are now becoming part of an album that's written today you know I wrote this um uh months ago years ago whatever like um it's it's, it's an interesting thing but um yeah so just to get to the tracks um yeah uh vision thing was uh okay like I was saying it starts off um good you know first you jump same thing cool vibe to it but does it have what I need in a song to change up and it just plods ahead it just kind of um you know creates a cool vibe um human traffic was actually the first song I felt that actually sounded differently like it actually mm -hmm. had some energy to it and I was like oh like they're showing another side of their sound here it doesn't sound like the first ones cool and then who killed truth um as much as i find the lyrics and the that part of ridiculous i did so, like some of the melodies and um the, but the repetition and once again coming back to the repetition it just kind of wears its welcome out and from that point forward like jt was saying it wears its welcome out solstice kiss where it's just boring it's kind of like plodding along um planet zero i dislike this song on many uh levels vocally um uh it's a mess and uh, it's actually one of my least favorite uh, songs of the album. Um, uh, and then, yeah, like I said, the rest of them were just kind of there, repetitive. Wonder Times is another low point of the album for me. Um, yeah, so overall, it's a it takes a real songwriter, uh, the challenge to write an entire album without overusing the same things they've been doing previously um without kind of seeming like they're um you know resting on their laurels or resting on the things that make them uh the sound what it is without kind of showing some uniqueness uh to to freshen it up change the pace you know change the pace change the the pattern uh break the sound a little bit stop just plodding ahead and maybe go into a part that kind of speeds up a little bit or do something different it needed that and it just didn't want to do that and um you know i guess that's it is what it is, you know, for this type of uh, genre. Yeah, and you know what? I I like what you said that you're not sure if the album, if you would say it's front loaded, loaded or if it just wore out, it's welcome. I would venture to say the the later of those is mm -hmm. more accurate here. Because I'm just looking at the ratings I gave each song. They pretty much, with the exception of a couple, all got around the same score throughout, you know, the entirety of the record. And I think because i agreed the i felt like towards the end i was like oh come on let's get this done now <laughs> but i think that's just because it like you said it just sounds the same it just does it doesn't change anything like there's no like you don't get to any point in the in the record where it's like oh here's the fast song or here's like the slow ballad it's just here's your mid-tempo electro pop mm -hmm. 80s new wave song mm -hmm. for 11 tracks in a row there was no, yeah. there was no like change up anywhere other than like you said, human traffic was the one song is like, okay, this is different. And I, I, I dug that. I thought that it sounded really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I just want to say, to, to, for, I, I know you, I, and I hear what you guys are saying completely, 
And I, I agree with a lot of the points you're saying. And I, I will say this too. Their previous album, Walk Between Worlds, there's a, there's like a different uh, pace. It's a lot of different tracks on there. So if you want to, not just you guys, but to our listeners as well, if you want to get to know a, a different album by them to see where they came from going into this one, I mean, the, the, it, was, it was 2018, I think it was, but it was called Walk Between Worlds. And there were so many different types of pacing, different like hmm. styles and stuff. It was, it was it coming up. I was, I should have said this on the top of the show, but coming into this record, it was like, uh, I mean, I was excited because I, I heard Walk Between Worlds. And I was like, this is actually really good. Like Magic, this is like the song of the track listing up there. It's like Magic, Summer. These are actually really good songs that are not like just like, oh, they're, they're here and then they're gone. And then they, you know, uh, Magic. It's funny. I was I heard mad the song magic in my head for my simple minds before like before I even listened to the album like today again for another time. I was like I, I heard that melody in my head. I was like, wow, that's so weird. Wait a and then I realized that's because that album, the one prior to this, it's called Walk Between Worlds. That one is a lot different. And if you guys are open to it, you guys you can talk about it. Uh you could check it, you can check it on your own time, of course, but it's really a solid uh it's got different styles on it overall. Like it's not it's I believe it's 12 songs as well. But um, I do know that it is. Um, it was just. It was very different from this one. This one was very, like you guys said, it was very repetitive. It was very, very much. Um, what do you call it? Um, it was a lot of the same sounds going on for the most of it, except for the one song. But I just want to let you guys know that this one walked between. I just want to show you one for this because I was flipping out when this first came out. I actually didn't even listen to it. I just liked the album cover. <laughs> that was just me. I was like, oh, this album looks like so cool. I was cool. actually just thinking, wow, that's a better album cover than this one. Yeah, for, for those you don't know, it's it's a guy like a TV screen that's like in his hands, and it's it's really cool. Hmm. Look up Walk Between Worlds, but the track listing like uh, really quick. I know we're we're going off on a tangent for a sec. The songs on this one were just so different from Direction of the Heart, and I was like, whereas the Direction of the Heart was more like the same stuff over and over again for the most part. I mean, there were some differences here and there, of course, but this one, if you if you oh, guys hold, chance, hold on, JT, hold on. What what am I missing? I'm What's Direction of the Heart? Was a B side to this record. What's going oh. on with that? So wait a second. Track from you're this right. album oh my wasn't God. even from this album. Oh my God, you're right. I didn't even realize that until now. <laughs> Sorry about that. Wow. So it looks like they huh. made. They took that made, song and then they made I other think they songs. They re-recorded that song. Regurg- regurgitated. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> regurgitated. But um, but, uh, but that's what I mean. This album with um. <laughs> Uh, Walk Between Worlds was just a different sound. Complete. I mean, it still was '80s like style, '80s synth in a modern production, but the songs were just different. And I mean, that's a conversation, conversation for another time. But I just want to let, let, shed some light on that for a second because I know that you guys were gonna. I, I, I wasn't sure who you guys would even talk about this one because I was like, how, how? What are they gonna say about this one? You know what I mean? And yeah, but sure. Yeah. But, but if you have a chance to listen to Walk Between Worlds, listen to that one too. It might change your tune a little bit because coming off knowing that knowing that this one came off of that one and it was a b-side i didn't realize it was b-side until you said that so there you go but yeah mm-hmm. but if, if, if bottom line simple minds is still a band they're still going out there like crazy <laughs> so it's, yeah it's like, and it's you know i had no previous uh, experience with this band i mean besides the the song that i knew of you know like and i'm just like and it's from you know what breakfast club or whatever and you know yeah. like i know a lot of people's experience with them is like all oh, their one hit wonders and yeah. you know like obviously they've had a career that goes beyond that and you know like it's had its uh it's uh 
popularity in the market that it exists in and obviously it's not like a chart topper like you know a, me a megalith or you know freaking music or something but uh like it it definitely has a a, a place and an, a an, um, a market and you know like um, i would be interested to hear something else that they did that brought some other things to the table and that would be it would definitely be interesting and it's amazing how many bands this happens with where you hear this album on this date and you think this is all the band is and then someone else is like no the band is this and this and this but you just gotta be able to hear yeah. it all and there's so much music to hear um you know yeah. it's just almost an uh, undertaking that could take a lifetime to hear a progression of a band's from this point to this point um so in a lot of ways, it just boggles my mind how some of these bands end up um, pigeonholing themselves into a certain kind of sound rather than taking the le lessons they've learned along the way and continuing that along this album. It's like somehow they find themselves doing the thing that they think maybe people want to hear the most rather than what mm -hmm. uh, is best for them to uh, listeners who don't know their music. You know what I mean? Like it's just like kind of interesting i also want to add um jd can you give me screen sharing ability for a minute sure give me one so, uh, i just want to point out that this is two records in a row of which they ripped off the uh emo slash metal oh, no. for community album covers <laughs> oh, and, and i'm just gonna pull up two examples of that go ahead i think whenever you're ready go ahead all right so this record the minute i saw the album cover and i showed you guys this one before stream it's just the escape the fate album cover from the year prior to it it's just missing one of the parts of the gas mask the other one the record you just pulled up the album cover is eerily similar to vulnerable by the used from 2012. <laughs> oh my god that is you're right two in a row so i don't know maybe they're big emo fans but uh <laughs> jim kerr is a big emo just wanted fan. to point that out yeah that's crazy oh, though that's two I, in a row. I might have to go and inspect the rest of their covers and they're not like on the same record label i don't think i don't know i'd be shocked yeah you you have to look at i mean i i, I I'm, we could talk about them all day it's just like but i mean it's just like looking at them looking i i didn't realize that I, the walk between worlds one i didn't see but the one before with the gas mask, i was like there's that's a total ripoff <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. Like, um any other thoughts concluding thoughts for simple minds uh walk walk direction of the heart anyone or don't mean to go first you guys have any any last minute thoughts or jt take it first with your rating all right all yeah. right that's of course duh. every every week i forget to do the rating so um going <laughs> into coming off of walk between worlds which i recommend to both of you check it out it's a very different sounding upbeat different pace more drums here and there stuff like that coming off of that to go to this one you know that one i was i was starstruck by that was like a wow out of left field that was a great album but coming on to this one truthfully uh direction of the heart you know i mean there were some parts that the, the first couple tracks i really enjoyed but then the second half of the album kind of like slowly just petered off a little bit outside of the title track direction of the heart um but if you were asking me my rating overall, I mean, when I go back to a couple of these songs, maybe I would probably go back to human traffic and vision thing and maybe the title track, believe it or not. Um, and that's really it, though. Outside of that, those are the songs I would go back to the most. 
Uh, but my rating, though, would have to stand at a 3.65 out of 5, truthfully. Um, it was because, it again, it was not Walk Between Worlds. Walk Between Worlds just kind of like took me by storm. I was like, oh, my God, what is this? It was, I was like, whatever. You got, like I said, check it out. But this one was a bit of a, a step in a, a different direction, which, I mean, it, it ultimately, like, what I, I found myself at some points, like, okay, we're on this track again. I'm getting bored at some points a little bit, truthfully. Uh, I understand that I was really excited about it when it first came out, but going in, but listening to it over and over again, I was like, you know what, maybe some of the tracks are not, don't hold, don't hold up as much as I thought they would. But, and plus, given that the title track was just a B-side from the previous album, I would say, that this is a 3.65 out of five. Kyle, what is your rating for Direction of the Heart? So, like I said, this record has a lot of songs that go on way too long. Uh, even with that said, the songs are only, at most, I think the long song is about five minutes. So for that to be an issue is a pretty big red flag. Uh, human Traffic, like I said, is the only one I'm really taking out of it. And even then, I probably won't revisit it very often found it very boring the guitars are the best aspect but they'll do something cool in the beginning of the song and then get buried with all that said I, they also do something that i hate that has become a trend in recent years where they say it's a deluxe edition of the record but it's essentially just the standard edition like anywhere you look right now what you find is the the version of it with all 11 tracks so i don't i don't understand that so my rating for (laughs) this record with all 11 tracks so i guess the deluxe edition is a 1.75 out of five i really enjoy this This i think it's the lowest score i've given any album on this channel uh without those two tracks if we were to take those two away it could bump up to a light two but since the main version of the record is the one with all 11, I got to give it 1.75. Mike, is there I'm any not hope? the villain. Woo! I'm not, not the, the villain. villain. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. You know, and, I, and this, is, this is my argument for a rating higher than Kyle's, but not necessarily. Okay, it's very strange. This album serves a purpose as a background uh, uh, sounding album. It, it like, um, when I would listen to it in a way, in a passive way versus a, you know, direct way, like it would, it would, it would change my feeling towards it. Weirdly enough. Like if I listened and it, and it like served that purpose in, in a, in, in such a way that I, I felt like, okay, like as I listened to it more, um, when I would kind of listen to it indirectly, it was like, Oh, okay. Like it's, it's, if I were driving in a car, and I were like going on a trip somewhere and I weren't really wanting to listen to something that has too much change of pace stuff. I have to focus on. I didn't want to, you know what I'm trying to say? Like it's something it's, it, it serves a different purpose than I think uh, it wants to serve. And I think that's kind of interesting to me because I feel like all music serves each purpose that it um that it can serve you know this one's for working out this one's for um quiet like quiet down kind of like meditation this one's for a a, a car trip this one's for you know like uh all different have different serving different purposes um different times of the day different activities so um for me i was uh i gave this a 2.5 out of 5 um it's dead middle of the road 
nothing is horrible, but nothing is great. Uh, it, I, I'm not repulsed by it, but in the same way, I'm left wanting more. It, it's just a straight up five out of five, you know, like, or five, five out of five, five out of 10, 2.5 out of five, kind of like, uh, it's just, it has elements to it that are cool and have a vibe to it as the kids are saying these days. But uh, like, you know, basically <laughs> the old man has to sound old. Does it, does it um, but anyway, yeah, yo, vibe, bro. Yeah, like, but uh, it just really is a five, you know, a 2.5 out of five, a five out of 10 um, for me. And, you know, like um, I actually could see myself if I were to, to rate this on a direct listen, like something that I'm actively like paying attention to. Yeah, I definitely would uh, see where Kyle's at and definitely would be right there with him. And um, I think I had to tell myself, OK, like I'm going to change my mindset for this album because it, it, it kind of delivers a different environmental quality call it an environmental quality um that i feel like i'm judging it on a different scale but if, mm -hmm. we're, if we put these up against some of my more active listened albums yeah absolutely 1.5 um you know one out of, one out of five for sure um you know but i think i enjoyed it uh, as the like a drive along um you know in, in passive listening album which is very strange uh, but <laughs> you know, it has its it has its um, ability to shine there versus the other albums that I've enjoyed. Wow! So literally went three, two, one. How about that? <laughs> hey, blast off! There we go, three, two, one, blast off! Yeah. Um, but that's gonna do it for us. There's our rating. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed this. What you heard here and what you saw here tonight. Please sound off in the comment section below. Uh, share your thoughts on this album if you liked it. Check out Walk Between Worlds too. It's a very different album overall. Uh, the coming into this one, it was very strange, whatever. But uh, like, comment, subscribe, do whatever you gotta do, and uh, hit the bell as well. And don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on podcast form wherever you get your podcast. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Stay safe, take care, and be awesome.